production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Tuesday, the 11th of July. Today is David Warner set for an earlier-than-expected retirement. Swans coach wants AFL to reconsider the send-off rule and a pop star silver lining for a Wimbledon winner. But first... This weekend is round 20 of the NRL. It's over two-thirds of the way through the NRL regular season, and yet it could all be about to come crashing down. We don't want it to drag on. We want it to be over and done with as soon as possible. But look, as, as a playing group and um, as an RLPA committee, we, we need to do what's going to get us across the line. And if that means, um, you know, sitting out a few games, I think, you know, we'll have to look down that option and down that path. Brisbane Broncos captain Adam Reynolds speaking to Triple M's Rush Hour with Lisa Jones, Liam and Dobbo yesterday about the very real possibility that the NRL players could potentially sit out games before the season's end if the NRL doesn't agree to their demands pertaining to the game's collective bargaining agreement. This is so boring. Yes, I know that collective bargaining agreements aren't exactly the sexiest talking point in the world. But the reality is that the Players Association and the game's governing body's inability to come to terms over a new CBA leaves the sport with a dark cloud hanging over it. Yeah, that doesn't look good. As it stands, the players have already boycotted conducting any interviews with the media pre, during or post games, a boycott which will continue into tomorrow night's State of Origin Game 3 in Sydney. Although Queensland captain Daly Cherry Evans confirmed yesterday that despite the player's stance, he will speak post-match when he's handed the State of Origin shield. This is an opportunity to stand up and lift a shield and there'll be Queenslanders there in the stadium, but more importantly, there'll be a lot of Queenslanders sitting at home that'll stay up, regardless of what the result is, to see that moment. And I'll take a lot of pride in giving them that moment and definitely some words. Meanwhile, he's hoping NRL boss Andrew Abdo and Rugby League Players Association boss Clint Newton can come to some sort of an agreement over the new CBA so we never have to speak about it again. Earlier this year, Aussie Test opener David Warner opened up on his retirement plans from Test Cricket. If I get through this and and I can make the Pakistan series, I'll definitely uh, finish up then. While prompted by a direct question from a journalist, the reaction to the comment was that Warner was essentially asking Cricket Australian selectors to allow him to see out the year as part of the Aussie Test site. But that request is becoming harder to stomach. Stuart Broad has reinforced his dominance over W during the first three Ashes tests, with the Aussie opener averaging just 23 runs from his first six innings so far. And with all-rounder Cam Green expected to be fit to return to the side for the fourth test at Old Trafford and Mitch Maas seemingly undroppable after his surprise century in the third test, the question about Warner's future was put to captain Pat Cummins after the third test lost at Headingley. What would you, your thinking be about um, keeping Mitch and dumping Davey? Uh, I mean, you, you keep all options open. Um, yeah, we've got, I think, nine, nine or ten days now. So, well, yeah, we'll take a deep breath. We'll kind of go away for a few days. But, you know, everyone comes back into it. Greeny should be fit for Manchester. Josh will be back in there as well. So we should have a, um, yeah, full roster and kind of, yeah, we'll have a look at the wicket and have a chat and work out the best level. Not exactly a response that will feel worn with confidence. But the advantage he does have is that with no other tour matches during the Ashes series, any would-be replacement for Dave won't have an opportunity to further impress the selectors before the fourth test. So, best guess? With Australia 2-1 up in the series, Dave gets another opportunity to lead the batting lineup and help guide Australia to a series win at Old Trafford. Hooray!
But if he does get that chance, Stuart Broad, who has dismissed Warner on 17 separate occasions in his test career, will be licking his lips at the prospect of equaling the record for the most occasions a batsman has been dismissed by one bowler, currently held by Glenn McGrath, who dismissed England's Mike Atherton 19 times. That's a lot. Good luck, Dave. After 200 games as a player for North Melbourne, this Thursday night, Sydney Swans coach John Longmire will bring up game number 300 as coach. Congratulations. The Swans will take on the Western Bulldogs, but ahead of the milestone, Longmire has opened a big old AFL can of worms. If you choose to bump, you make high contact. Been reported, so yeah, going to be in a little bit of trouble there, Toby Nankervis. In last weekend's loss to Richmond, the Swans lost veteran defender Jake Lloyd after a careless high bump from Tigers ruckman Toby Nankervis saw Lloyd subbed out of the game with concussion. The incident, combined with the Swans' short turnaround for the next two weeks, means Lloyd will miss the next two games for the Swans and Nankervis will front the AFL judiciary over the incident tonight. But Longmire believes the disadvantage of the Swans' experience after the incident is something the game needs to look at. If you stand back a little bit, I was always in the the, the no send-off camp, I guess, over the years. The only thing I probably would say is with you know, the HIA going the way it is and it's going through the roof, um, that maybe it's worth worth looking at it in a consideration. You know, what are the what are the outcomes that might be a positive for the game and um, take it from there. The suggestion of a possible send-off rule being introduced to the game to combat the rise of HIA assessments is one that is certain to draw criticism and support, likely in equal measure. But whatever the outcome, will likely be cold comfort to Longmire, whose Swans team is basically in a must-win situation now for the remainder of the season if they want to play finals in 2023. Wimbledon is underway at the All England Club, and despite no Aussie being left in the men's all-women's singles draw, I've still found a story from the grass courts I think is worth sharing. After uh, giving a burst to our daughter, this is the second happiest moment for her in my life. <laughs> Ukraine's Alina Svitolina there, emotionally reacting to her victory over former world number one Victoria Azarenka, which sees her progress to the women's quarterfinals. And it's a position Alina truly didn't expect to be in. You were supposed to go to a concert, Harry Styles concert yesterday. <laughs> you gave the tickets away. This is a bit better than that, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, I hope Harry is watching and maybe... <laughs> yep, apparently Svitolina has so little confidence in her own ability that she'd booked tickets to go and see Harry Styles perform in Vienna, Austria for last weekend. What a the Sadly, since she decided to play good tennis, Svitolina had to give the tickets away for the Harry gig, but there's a Harry-shaped silver lining to the story because Harry, or more likely Harry's publicist, became aware of the tennis star's predicament and has extended an invitation to Svitolina to come along to another gig on this tour when she's not off winning tennis tournaments, of course. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.